Hi, everyone. It's John with Vacation Rentals with John. Today, I'm going to talk about how you can outwork and outleverage other hosts so you can get your property in front of more people and land more bookings. So in my own business, up front, I knew, hey, I'm doing something very similar to a lot of other people. The barriers to entry are low. Anyone can do it. It didn't require a lot of capital. So if anyone could just come in the ring, put their boxing gloves on and start fighting, it's very, very easy for a lot of competition to come in. Short-term rentals, it is the same exact thing. It has a super low barrier to entry. Anyone can do it. Anyone thinks they're going to be good at it. So that creates so much competition for everyone who does it. And the only way to actually win is to outwork and outleverage your opponents. And the only way to do that is to have some sort of leverage where you could work smarter, not harder. Because there's only so much you can do and work harder, right? Like if you're just doing everything everyone else is doing, but you don't have any secret sauce, that's really not going to go anywhere, right? You need to first find out what you need to be working on, like to find the work. What is the work? Then you can put your focus and go all in on it. Now let's actually talk about how we can use this in practice. If you're starting a brand new vacation rental business, or you've been working on one for a while and you're just not getting traction, stop right there because that means you're going on the wrong path. And if you do more of that and you just put more time into that, yeah, you might learn a little bit more and get further along, but you're not going to get very far. And that's because you don't have the tools and skill set needed to take the vacation rental to the next level. Now, the other path you can take is to actually find out what you need to do to stand apart from your competition and do a ton of that. Because if you're doing a ton of that, you're going to out leverage and outmaneuver your opponent. In a real case study, there's a girl's getaway property in Scottsdale that crushes it because they're marketing specific lead to being a girl's getaway, a girl's night out, a great place for ladies to gather. And all the furniture reflects that. Everything from the, the interior um, to the messaging and the, and the marketing reflects that. So I would book with them over someone who didn't have that marketing messaging to someone who wasn't promoting to my group. And that is this, their secret sauce. So what, what are they going to do? They're going to do more of that. They're going to double and triple down on what's working for them. If you're in the pet-friendly niche, and you are great at hosting people with pets. You have the dog bowl out, you have the treats, you say, hey, your furry friend is welcome, and it's in your marketing message, and it's in your home. You're going to crush it with the pet-friendly niche. And in that category, you're going to stand out because your reviews are going to contain those keywords that say, this place was perfect for someone with pets. So in the search results, if they're typing pet-friendly, they will find that person. But if you don't have a competitive advantage or anything that you're offering, or you don't have your target guest, you are starting from square one, and then your rental is actually just a commodity like everyone else's. Great for family. Well, everyone's traveling with their family. What makes it great for family? Why is your home great for family? Do you have things for families to do? Or is it, are you just saying it's great for family because you have more than five bedrooms? Um, or it's just spacious? Like, what makes it great for family? So you want to really avoid using generalities um, to market your property because it comes across as disingenuine and you're not reeling anyone in that way. So your marketing and your brand message needs to be consistent with the offering you actually have online in your listing. Because if it's not, it's going to come across as shallow and it's not going to hit home with a lot of people and they're just going to shop with you because they want a cheaper unit. And if if you're not having any sort of competitive advantage, you will be lumped into that category. You will be seen as commodity in you will have to fight that price war with the thousands of other hosts because there's nothing making you stand out. And 
if you bought the property, you furnished it, and you didn't think about this beforehand, well, sometimes it sucks. But going back to the drawing board and coming up with that strategy so you can market to a, a specific group really will do wonders for your asset. And it's expensive. I mean, if you're going to redo and remodel and revamp everything, it's not going to be cheap. It'll be 30000 plus in a lot of cases, but that's what's going to set you on the right path. You can't look at, you know, hey, I already spent this money. This is what I have. Why? Because that's like a ship moving in the wrong direction. And you need to say, take that boat to Italy, but you're going to Antarctica. And you're saying, well, you know, we already came so far. I mean, that doesn't make sense because you'll end up in Antarctica. You're not going to get to Italy, right? So it's the same thing. If, if you're not growing in the right direction, you need to change course and change course fast so your business can survive. And then you can put the energy, step on the gasoline so your business can actually thrive. A simple test that works is ask yourself, like if I'm sitting across from you, I'm saying, hey, why should I book your vacation rental? What would you say? What would your response be? How would you sell it? What's your 30 to one minute elevator pitch? Because if you're saying, well, you know, it's great for families, it's great for groups, it has a lot of space, um, the beds are comfortable. Well, I mean, there's a lot of properties like that. So what's getting me ready to book it? Why should I pick yours over other people's? Well, you know, I just installed a new uh, cinema in the back. Like you need to know what you're trying to sell so that you can effectively message and market the property. And if you don't, that's where you need to start because you need to create the product. Your home is a product. Develop the product that people will want. Just because it's a home doesn't mean everyone's going to want to rent it. There is a market for a rental, but maybe not at the price you want. And if it's not at the price you want, the asset may not be profitable at all. Let's face the facts. Hyatt's return on investment was 6 to 7% last quarter. And that's a huge hotel brand. And the hotel industry has a really low return on equity. Um, I used to, before doing short-term rentals, I worked at Hilton Worldwide doing investment feasibility analysis, corporate finance, analyzed many hotel projects. And what I did notice is they weren't as profitable as I thought before I got into the business. And people are throwing money at it to make 10 to 15%, which on Wall Street, that's a very good return, right? But this business, it's like having a small B&B. It's not as sexy as having a big hotel that has all the scale backing it so that they can do big, amazing things, we have to do more with less because we have less resources. So it's really critical that we get it right because doing a vacation rental is just like having a small startup company. And we, from day one, are trying to survive and we're trying to grow a company. So it may be a small company if you have just one or two homes, but it's still the same business fundamentals. You need to know your message. You need to know your audience. You need to really hit home with them and know exactly how to communicate with them. And once you find out what makes your home unique and you can articulate that in a 30 to 60 second elevator pitch, you'll know what your brand is and you'll know what you stand for so you can step on the gas and market it more effectively. The first company I founded and sold, I focused on the same exact thing, group gatherings. And by group gatherings, I knew the time the groups were coming. I knew how to market to them. I knew the main contact of the person in charge of making the purchase decision. And I aggressively targeted them every year while also knowing what they wanted when they visited. And each group that came, one in particular, sports groups, we had the ESPN Wide World of Sports, lots of different sports teams came in, cheerleaders, tennis squads. They all came and they needed a place for all their players to be. So I already knew they wanted sports beverages, packed that place with Gatorade, packed that place with healthy snacks, really go the extra mile to make sure they're comfortable, have recovery items in there so that they could recover from their excruciating exercise. 
really going the extra mile to make sure that I understood my customer, I understood my guest, and I definitely wanted them to come back. And each group that we welcomed through the different seasons had a different need, but we were able to cater to their need and their specific needs. So we were the number one company people go to for groups. And all travel agents had our reputation. They knew exactly what we stood for, and they were giving us calls to place their groups in our homes. And when you know who you are and what you're actually trying to sell, it's really easy to do that. But if you're trying to be everything to everyone at the same exact time, you are a commodity. And if you're a commodity, you're going to be competing mainly on price and business 101, that will get you paved. You don't want to be there. So although I preach being more affordable, it's being more affordable in reason if you know your marketing message and you know your target audience. Thanks for tuning in. And if you haven't left a rating or review yet, it would so help me out, get this show in front of as many listeners as possible. That's just how the algorithm works on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So please show me some love if you have just five to 10 seconds today, right after a show, just leave me a review. Let me know how I'm doing. I would so appreciate it. Once again, thank you for your support. And until next time, friends, take care.